You're listening to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I, I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. And we're. I don't have a pop filter on. I think it's okay. Oh, I just realized that. Okay. I'll pop it to, like it's. Pop it like to, it's not so hot. Try to keep all my peas over. Um, it's spooky. It's spooky. Yeah. Katie's getting real kooky. No pop filters. No, no. Nope. Not doing it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But we are talking about some urban legends, right? Urban legends. Herbs. Herb legends. Y'all have heard them. You've probably driven out to some like dirty dirt road lane with a canopy of trees and turned your car lights off and waited for the whatever goat man person. To do whatever it is that they're going to do. Give you some goat cheese. Yeah. Delicious. Uh, oh God! Would Dang. you eat goat cheese from a goat, goat man? Oh, yeah. I was thinking about getting it from right from, right a, from like the a goat person. Ooh, I love goat cheese. I mean, look, I really love goat cheese. I'm one of those weird, weird people that would eat like unpasteurized cheese. Like, give me cheese in any any form. which way you want it. Like, is it gross? Did you have to scrape mold off it? I'll eat it. Put it on a cracker. I have a question. Yes. Would you eat breast milk cheese? <laughs> the line has been drawn. <laughs> Just fresh, fresh out the, fresh out the, fresh the lady out the oven. <laughs> fresh out the teat. Um, um, bone apple teeth, fresh out the teat. Do you think that anybody's done that? Oh, like I'm made sure. Breast milk I'm sure. I'm going to. I'm, I'm sure gonna, it exists. I'm going to search it. Hold on. Because that's what Rest. I was picturing with the goat man. If you ate goat cheese from like a goat, well, a goat breast lady. Milk. It's probably really sweet. I think breast milk is sweet. Mommy's milk cheese Oh, I don't recipe. like, I don't like it called mommy's milk cheese. That's gross. I am looking at images of it. Mommy's milk cheese is not. Oh. Oh, there's a rind on it. It's like a, it looks like um, a brie. Oh. In these photos I'm seeing. And I guess you could. Depending on what you did with the milk, you could make it in any form. Because you can make brie goat cheese. Like, or that kind of texture. Mm. I don't like it. I don't like it. My cheese bravado has come to bite me on the ass quickly. I feel like we need to do a truth or dare episode sometime. And I'm going to get my hands on some breast milk cheese. Breast milk cheese. I'd probably try it. (laughs) I'm a cheese junkie. Oh my god. Plus, I mean, anything on a cracker. It's like you deep fry it, I'll eat it. Put it on a mm. cracker, I'm gonna eat it. Deep fried breast milk cheese. Uh, mommy's, right. what does it call it? Mommy's. Mommy's milk m- cheese. Uh, <laughs> the name, they need to rebrand. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, but. <laughs> mommy's milk cheese is not okay. I don't like that. I don't like what that is. Although mommy's milk cheese more appetizing than daddy's milk cheese. True. <laughs> I don't want 
No, thank it's you. It's non-dairy. Poopa, no. <laughs> it is. It's terrible. I'm good. Oh, oh my god. Okay. All right. Shall palate we cleanser. Okay. Palate cleanser. Get this cheese off our palate. Okay, urban legends, as Katie said, you've heard them, you've repeated them incorrectly, you've driven out to prove them, and it's all gone horribly awry. Um, I found uh, from the insider.com, and once again, these links are all in the show notes at thebottombible.com. Mm, 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 mm. Not always in a timely manner. Sometimes I'm a few hours late. Occasionally I'm a week late, but look, it will happen. <laughs> I think I've already preloaded these. Um, so it is up to me to push the publish button, but it's already there. Uh, so I found on the insider.com state by state urban legends. So you Ooh. can go in and look up your particular state to see which urban legend is representing you. Mm. Um, so I'm going to, um, not do all 50. Absolutely okay. not. I will do California, Maryland, and a bonus state, Ooh. which will be revealed. Okay. Ooh. already knows, but you'll I be do. surprised. Play along. Okay. In California, big state. Yes. I was really looking forward to this. And then I discovered it's a local legend for us <gasps> here. Straight out of Ojai, California, oh. Charman. Charman? Like C-H-A-R. Okay. Man. Okay. What's his name? Not a charmer. Okay. Um, Charman's origin story is pretty gross. It's a father and son who were caught in a house fire and horribly burned in 1948. Like the Krugs? <laughs> like the Freddy Krugs, okay. yes, except it was father and son. Uh, the son survived the fire, um, but when police and firefighters arrived, it was like much later. And so the they came on the scene and they found the father's body but he had been flayed. Like they found his skin hanging from tree branches. Oh God. Like the full, like in one piece sort of deal. Okay. Is it terrible that I'm impressed with the skill set, but also very grossed out? No, it's not terrible. Okay. Cause that's the same exact thought I had was like, it was the kombucha girl yeah. where it was like, well, <laughs> I love her. Credit where she's, credit's she's due. Amazing. Credit where credit's due. Um, okay, so the skin had been completely peeled off his body, and then the police found the son, like, out in the woods, and he was so horribly burnt that they didn't recognize him as a human for a hot minute, and then he got oh, away from God. them. They weren't able to capture him, so he ran off before they could arrest him or help him or anything. Um, and since then... The Charman is still spotted wandering the woods surrounding Ojai, occasionally approaching tents of innocent campers or pretending to be a hitchhiker and then attempting to attack them and skin them. Now, I had not heard of Charman on my own, but my BFF Jennifer told me the story uh, and her story was about him approaching cars, not wandering the woods, but him okay. approaching the car. Um, she happened to tell me at the beginning of a road trip that took us through this area and it started before the sun came up. Mm. Uh, so it was dark through this area that this is supposed to be happening. And she told me about it because she's a fucking asshole. And I love her. <laughs> and I love kind of love to be trolled like yeah. that. 
Um, excuse me. And it was all fun and games until we actually saw somebody on the side of the road and she flipped out. Of course, it wasn't Charmin. It was just some guy like on the road. I think it was someone like they were walking towards their car or something that oh happened God. to be on the side of the road. And you, we were as calm as you think we might have been, just yeah. screaming in the cab of her truck. Yeah. Um, and she had told me something like, like you're supposed to smell burning, mm. like campfire when mm-hmm. he's nearby. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you're in the goddamn woods. Yeah. And you're probably going to hear this when you're camping. And guess Ojai. what you're going to smell? Yeah. Campfire. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. So that's California's. Of all the urban legends, I'm not sure how they picked these. I'm just glad he was a local. Um, long yeah. live the 805. That's crazy. Um, Do they think it's the son or the dad? The son. I he, the yeah. son in the after the fire this as according to urban legend um son like lost it because yeah. the dad died and for some reason he skinned the dad trying to maybe put it on himself maybe himself. because i guess he was all burnt up yeah and murdered his dad took his skin and then got caught by the cops before he could do anything else with it but then he ran off into the woods mm. Okay. In the way that urban legends do. Yeah. Sneaky little, you know, how, you know how they do. Yeah. Um, okay. So mm. I'm very curious about yours okay. and what you think of it and how accurate or not accurate, but how authentic to the state and like, okay. is this a real thing? It's like okay. people like into this. Okay. I'm ready. Yours is Chessie, the Chesapeake Bay monster. Okay. I know about Chessie. Okay. Chessie sightings have been around since the 1930s. But they started to pick up steam in the 80s when it was easier to get uh, photos, picture mm-hmm. evidence of it. Um, she is said to resemble a snake measuring around 30 feet long and is the approximate thickness with two C's <laughs> of a telephone pole. Okay. Yeah. There haven't been any recorded attacks from Chessie, but, um, you know, you still might not want to run into her. Yeah. But apparently she's not ferocious. She's not like on the attack. Yes. So Chessie for me, I, I I guess I understand why it'd be put into an urban legends like mm-hmm. list. But I remember, and this would have been late 80s, early 90s, there was like a push to kind of make Chessie into this like Clifford the Big Red Dog vibe. So there oh, were books about Chessie the Chesapeake and she was like a little like children's book. Um and also, like, the bay – okay, so for Maryland, for those of you that don't know Maryland, it's a wild, weirdly shaped state. It's bizarre. Um, it kind of looks like if you, like, half were, were to half open, like, a utility knife or what's, what's that called? Like, a Swiss Army knife? Oh, yeah, And, like, yeah, yeah. leave, like, one little part jetted out. It's like an right. L-ish sort of shape, but then there's okay. stuff that cuts in there. So there's the eastern shore, and then there's the western shore. And what divides these is the giant Chesapeake Bay. And there's a huge bay bridge, just like in San Francisco, we have one too. There's a huge bay bridge that um, we have one <laughs> that connects the western shore to the eastern shore. So it connects to the Atlantic Ocean. So I would imagine, I mean, there, there have been whale sightings and all kinds of um, different sightings in the Chesapeake Bay. So, I mean, I would think, I mean, that sounds terrifying. A giant long snake monster in the bay. Um Thick as a telephone pole. Thick as a tele. She thick. Um, I do love that she's a female. 
I love that that's been decided. Um, well, because she hasn't attacked anybody, obviously. Right? She's just chilling. She's just swimming around. Um, she's living her best life. Yeah, that's interesting. I do, because I mean, yes, like I could say, like I can think about the children's book. I'm like, oh, she's so cute. But um, I'll find that children's book. I'll show it to you. But um, the reality of being in the ocean and there's – how long did they say that she's supposed to be? 30 feet. Okay, that's very long. Um, is it the shadow of a whale, perhaps? Perchance? Maybe? Or – I don't know. Like some sort of sea serpent? Yeah. Oh, God. Sea, ser- sea serpent. That's terrifying. So, yeah, Chessie's a sea serpent and out. um yeah and then so i'm gonna link also there's like something from animal planet that um it was like lost tapes from an animal planet show that has like a little clip of um, on chessie i remember we used to watch those it was like um strange sightings or something it's like an animal planet show and yeah. i remember seeing that episode where chessie we used to watch that a lot when we were going on tour because we'd be in the, the hotel room and then be like oh animal planet cool and we would watch them um are there any other urban legends that like that you can think of that yeah i can't think of the name but there was definitely one on the eastern shore and i don't know it was supposed to be a female it was like this hanging spot where huh. and it was it was like you would drive down a long dirt road and then what you were supposed to do would be to turn your lights out you'd sit in the middle of the dirt road and it was a huge canopy of of trees maryland is very it's got a lot of water it's very very lush so huge like just going over the dirt road and a country eastern shore is very very country and you turned it off and then when you turn it on you're supposed to see a woman like a pil- like a because they're colonies, like a pilgrimy mm. lady hanging from a tree. Mm. I don't remember what her name was. And there's like the Goat Crazy. Man or something in Baltimore, that area. But I don't know. He's handing out cheese. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his name. But it's something about He's the Goat Man or something in Bel Air, Maryland. from a John Waters movie. <laughs> and we have Edgar Allan Poe. That. that oh as well. yeah. But That's right. um, yeah. Um. I can't think of anything else offhand. I know that there's like a really terrifying house in that was, she was a horrible woman um, that lured slaves into her home. Like she said like, oh yeah, we'll help you like Underground Railroad because it Um, runs through that area. And instead she either called authorities or she killed them. I can't remember her name. I was trying to look it up because I knew we were going to do this and I'll I'll try to find it. If anybody from Maryland remembers that, I think it might have been in Delaware though. Um, where that house huh. is located. It's not Lizzie Borden, but it's something along those lines. It's like a da 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 house. Um, but I can't think of it. But that's a real life terror. Real life monster. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So okay. our bonus state is Texas because <gasps> Katie lived there. Yes. Um, I've never lived anywhere but California. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So Texas is the candy lady. Ooh, that sounds scary. Her name was Clara Crane. Okay. Um, this was in the early 1900s. Uh, there were children in an unnamed rural town. That's like every urban legend. Yeah. Um, so it's some small rural town. They started to go missing. Ooh. And the residents blamed it on the candy lady. The story went that – the story says that she would go around leaving candy on children's windows, like on the windowsills, and eventually lure the kids out with notes attached, promising more candy. Oh, shit. That would work for um, me. Story <laughs> – 100% would still work on me as a function, semi-functional adult. 
Um, the story picked up steam when a farmer allegedly found rotten teeth on his farm and later found the body of a boy with his pocket stuffed with candy. Oh. Um, so it says, while little is known about the origin of the story, some have speculated that the candy lady was real and that her name was Clara Crane. Ah, Clara, um, the fuck? Clara, what you doing? Got pixie Let sticks. Let them kids brush their teeth. I know. <laughs> Leave them kids alone. And it would still 100% work on me. Um, like, oh, sweet candy. <laughs> oh, candy. They know me so well. Um, okay, so the next uh, one I found was 11 terrifying urban legends that turned out to be true. Because, again, as if we don't have enough to worry about. Okay, number one, I'm going to just come out the gate with this. Okay. Rats in the toilet bowl. What? Rats in the toilet bowl. Why? So, like, rats coming up through the pipes. It's one of my biggest fears. Anything coming out of the toilet. It's not the way it's supposed to go. It's supposed to go the other way. And in, exactly, in true urban legend form, this happened to one of my cousins. (gasps) But I don't know if the rat came through the toilet or... It just happened to be like maybe behind the toilet and she didn't notice it right away. This happened at this bathroom, by the way, has since been renovated. Okay. However, when we were kids, my uncle, who is her father, um, has a local business and the restroom is not in the office. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's like, there's like a little hallway that goes outside, like through the back door. Yeah. And it's just like attached to their part of the building and they share it with their neighbors. So, it was a notoriously oof, unsoothing bathroom. It was mm-hmm. kind of gross. Not dirty, but it was just old. Yeah. And like no fluffy towels or anything. It was like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Has a purpose rusty. and own purpose only. <laughs> yeah. Little rusty, little dusty. Yeah. Um, and so I used to just not pee there. I used to just hold it in until I could go into a house or mm-hmm. like on the side of a road would be preferable. Yeah. Um, And so my cousin went into the bathroom one day and then came out screaming because she went to sit. And as she was sitting, she looked back and there was a rat on the toilet seat that she was about to sit on. Oh, my God. And so I don't think it came out of the toilet. I think that the rat was just behind the toilet and Uh not ready for her. And probably as scared of her as she was of it. But she ran farther and screamed louder. Um, (laughs) So they talk about this uh, with – they kind of bring up like the baby alligators being flushed down the toilet. But um, they've said that drain plumbing for toilets is typically three inches in diameter or more. And that is plenty of space for rats to crawl up. No. They're attracted to sewage – sewage lines uh, because of the undigested food in the poo that travels through the pipes before emerging um, into your bathroom. Because, like, you know, all the waste would be down, down below. And if they get through that, they would go backwards up towards the the toilet. Um, They said, and yes, rats can be somewhat testy after they complete their journey. (laughs) One aquatic rodent bit the rump of a female victim in Petersburg, Virginia in 1999. Oh, my God. In Seattle, the issue is common enough that public officials have given advice on what to do in case you encounter one. The advice? 
close the lid and flush. <laughs> oh, flush that that grumpy well, rat down back down from it's, whence it it's came. You or the rat, Katie. Splinter I don't be gone. Hurt, <laughs> I don't want to hurt animals. And rats, I know, can be very, very intelligent, make mm-hmm. good pets. I am terrified of rats, but I don't want them harmed necessarily. As long yeah. as they're not near me ever. They can live their lives <sighs> in other people's homes that wish them to be there or just outside. But they could frankly be happier than inside my home. Yeah, or in my sewer line. Yeah. Don't get in my toilet, please. Oh, Thank God. You. No, don't get in there. Don't. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. The second is The Legend of Polly Bias. So hmm. it's a vintage video game. Uh, or not vintage, really. I guess now it is vintage. It was um, in the 80s. Okay. It was a coin-operated game um, from the 80s. Um, and I think in Portland, specifically. Okay. And it was alleged to have prompted feelings of disorientation, amnesia, amnesia game addiction, and even suicide. So, of course, it's said to be, like, a CIA experiment, like mm. MK Ultra. Okay. Um, so they admit that the story doesn't – and this is all on mentalfloss.com, by the way. Uh, they said that the story doesn't really hold up when you start to try to take it apart, that, you know, it kind of, like, falls apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but that they did find that a 12-year-old boy named Brian Morrow – did become sickened after playing a 28-hour marathon uh, uh, game in Portland, uh, 1981. But that's also the you just played for 28 hours. Yes, they said Brian. He apparently drank sleep. too much soda and experienced stomach discomfort. Um, but they said a few days later, Portland area arcades were raided by federal agents who seized cabinets that were being used for gambling. Coupled with the existence of a real arcade game named polyplay these memories seem to amalgamate into the polybus legend so they're saying that there were different stories about video games and conspiracies that all kind of came together and it really it was the amalgamation of a few different stories right um happening right that became this like weird cia experiment legend weird okay never heard of that girl we're about to go to candy man oh my sweet talking to love candy man okay ready (laughs) There's a, a movie of 1992 named Candyman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, okay, hold on. Because I have, I admittedly have never seen Candyman, but I know I it exists. Either. And I know that you're like supposed to say his name three times in the bathroom and he, he appears. Mm-hmm. It's okay. a very Bloody Mary type thing. And then there's like bees involved, right? Yeah, there's something about the bees. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Because it's sweet. So they're saying that, um, Oh, wait, you say his name several times. Okay. not. I thought it was three. That might just be Bloody Mary. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be uh, the revenge of a black artist who was murdered in the, ni- in the 1890s for having a relationship with a white woman. That's okay. supposed to be Candyman. Um, they're saying that the Chicago Reader in 1987 published a story about Ruth McCoy. She was a woman who lived in a Chicago housing project who made a frantic call to 911 saying that she was being attacked in her apartment. Responders eventually found her dead of gunshot wounds. Oh. Inspectors determined, poor Ruth. Inspectors determined that her assailant had gained access to her unit by breaking through the connecting wall in the <gasps> adjoining apartments and climbing in through her medicine cabinet. Ah! No! 
the complex don't was like built. that so well and then the apartment complex had been built that way intentionally so that plumbers could get have access like easy access to bathrooms when there were leaks or repairs to be done okay and it ended up becoming a way that burglars would break into the building and be able to have access from apartment to apartment yeah so it's like this poor bitch had her own candyman come true oh that's really scary okay now, I know that there's a documentary on this, and at some point I watched it, but I'm old and I like to drink, so I don't remember mm-hmm. how it all turned out. But Cropsy? Oh, I remember Cropsy. Yeah. Okay. I watched that. So Cropsy's Staten Island. Uh, Staten Island, they call him a Staten Island boogeyman mm-hmm. who lived in the woods and mm-hmm. made a nocturnal habit of disemboweling children, like you do. Um. <laughs> They said, uh, parents no doubt eased their kids' fears by telling them that no such monster existed. Except he did. In 1987, Andre Rand was put on trial and convicted for a child abduction. Rand, it turned out, may have been connected to a rash of child disappearances in the 1970s. And he once worked at Willowbrook, which which is a defunct mental institution. Mm. He denies having anything to do with the other cases. But uh, his activities have heavily influenced the word of mouth stories that followed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I've heard of this one, and I think I maybe even saw it in a movie. Like, it was used as a plot point in a movie. Yeah. Um, It's called The Leaping Lawyer. Oh, I haven't heard of this. Um, This is supposed to be come out of Toronto. Okay. It said that people in Toronto have heard the tale of the lawyer who had a particular fondness for running full speed into his office window to demonstrate how strong they were. So he worked in a high rise building with like the floor to ceiling windows and would run at them at full speed and like throw himself up against the windows to prove how strong the windows were. Oh, okay. 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 Um, And then he one day was showing off this trick again, except this time he crashed through the window and went sailing to his death. Okay, so that's supposed to be the urban legend. Okay. But it actually happened to someone named Gary Hoy. Oh, Gary. Who was a senior part, Gary with two R's. That's um, where it all went wrong. That's where it all went wrong. <laughs> His, uh, he was a senior partner in a law firm and was on the 24th floor. And in July of 1993, he did the, tack- as they called it, signature tackle. So he just ran full force into this window to impress like some law students that were visiting him in his office, the pain broke because he had done this before and it had always, oh. it had never broken. This time it broke and he went sailing down to his death. Um, in his eulogy, his managing partner called him, quote, one of the best and brightest at the firm. Mm. Low bar. Make of that what you will. <laughs> A little bar for Gary with two R's. That's a weird... Could there not have been another way that we could have shown I our mean, prowess? And, and I, our, I blame that Y chromosome. Like what? That wily devil of a Y chromosome. wily coyote chromosome. Yeah. I... Uh, okay. This is another one I've heard. Okay. And when I was a kid in school, someone swore that this happened to their uncle. Mm, I love those stories. The okay. body under the bed. 
So this is an urban legend about like you always hear about it as some it always like in a hotel. Yeah. And there's a strange room in the odor or a strange odor in the room. Uh-huh. And they can't place it. They can't. They complain and they come in and they clean and they clean. And then it turns out that there's a dead body stashed like under the mattress or like, oh, yeah, like in, in the, the box mattress. spring yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 um, Obviously somebody who's been murdered or, you know. Yeah. I don't see how that would be a natural death. Um, this story says that this has been confirmed multiple times over. At least a dozen newspaper stories have detailed hotel rooms that have doubled as body disposal sites. Um, it's usually apparent right away. The smell gives it away right oh, away. God, I'm sure. But there Ooh. is a story about a couple who slept on a mattress no. containing a body no. in Atlantic City in 1999. Um, they were able to sleep through the night. I don't like on it. this body. Do they have COVID? They couldn't breathe. Okay. Cases in Colorado, Florida, and Virginia have also um, been reported. Oh god, I don't um, like that at all. They said in 2010, guests at a bullet. I'm sorry. Bleh. In 2010, guests at a budget lodge in Memphis, they found a body in the bed. It was somebody named Sony Millbrook, who was listed as a missing person. Fabric softener had been stuffed into the ceiling tiles to try to mask the smell. At least three other occupants had rented the room since Millbrook's disappearance. And a court eventually convicted Millbrook's boyfriend, Lakeith Moody, of the crime. Oh, Fabric man. Softener. I mean, at least an effort was made. Uh, yeah. Oh. And I, I fully admit the... Uh, Fabric softener sheets is how I will usually cover up towels. I've accidentally left a little bit too long, wet towels a little bit too long in the dryer. Not so stinky that they have to be rewashed, but they do got a funk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes if what I'm wearing smells less than fresh, but I don't have the opportunity to freshen it up or change, I rub a fabric softener sheet on me. Yeah. In a pinch. I mean, yeah, it's powerful. It will work. Oh, God. Ugh. Okay. The Maine Hermit. The s- state of Maine Hermit. Okay. Um, people who have vacationed in central Maine in the North Pond area have found things that are missing from their campsites, like batteries, uh, campsites or cabins, like batteries, food, flashlights. Um, they... A rumor started to spread that there was someone in the area, like, foraging for items. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, the urban legend was, oh, there's, like, someone who's living in this woods in secret mm-hmm. who steals things from campsites, you know, yeah. to survive or make their way. I lived in Maine and, for, like, six months. I could see it. Well, it turns out it's true. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, someone named Christopher Knight, not... From the Brady Brunch, but Chris, another Christopher Knight. He lived alone in the woods for, do you want to guess how long? Ooh, years probably? 27 years. Yeah. That's very, it's, that is very, it feels very Maine. That's very um, on Maine brand kind of thing. I said 27 oh, years and I saw Katie's face just, she just closed her eyes and nodded. I'm never going to Maine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... He would keep tabs on hikers 
canoeist, and other temporary residents of the ground. And when he was confronted by a game warden in 2013, he admitted that he was responsible Ooh. for about 40 robberies a year. Um, like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I did it. Um, so people in the area always said, like, no, 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 that, that's, like, nonsense. It's not true. Or it might be an animal who took it. You know, it's, mm, it's crazy. It's lost. There's no, like, creepy crawler. Turns out there was for about 30 years. Creepy crawls. Oh my God. Terrifying. That's why I don't care. That's insane. That I get, and the like, lack of toys. I watched a whole documentary. So I dated a guy from Maine for like two years. And he showed me this documentary. And it was about two men from Maine that lived off the land and like built all their own cabins and hunted and all that stuff. So it's like, oh, okay. Depending on like what part of Maine it is. I'm like, I see it. You get away from that L.L. Bean. It gets real rustic. <laughs> <laughs> like in the county Ooh, all bets are off <laughs> a rustic county if anybody's <laughs> listening from maine what's up <laughs> um <laughs> okay this is a real scary one that i've heard of thankfully never experienced okay. the fake cop trick um okay. so the urban legend that uh someone would buy like the light the goes like in a cop car and would put it on top of their car or on their dash to mm-hmm. fool people, especially, well, fool specifically, usually women at night yeah. into pulling over and um, then attacking them. So, mm. unfortunately, it looks like that's true. At least yeah, some. That feels true. Some asshole has done this. Uh, They said Bloomington, Illinois, a man used flashing lights to get vehicles to pull over. After walking up to the vehicle, the man tried unsuccessfully to to overpower the driver before they managed to get away. Also happened Mm. in Fayetteville, Georgia, a man donned a uniform and pulled a teenage boy on a bike, forcing him to empty his pockets. Um, Talking to a real police later, the boy told him that a second car had pulled up with a man matching the description of someone who had been caught impersonating an officer two weeks prior. So... In some cases, Ooh. being used to rob. Um, I've also heard it being used to assault women. Yeah. Um, which is why yeah, you that... are supposed to, if you're not feeling safe about where you're pulling over, you are allowed to pull over at the next uh-huh. exit and, like, yeah. to a lit area, like a gas station or Well lit, something. like a gas station. Well, yes, yep. absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I have never heard of this. This is the legend of Bunny Man. And this was in Virginia. Virginia in the 1970s is where this supposedly started. They exposed the story of the bunny man. Uh, Escaped mental patient who, uh, oh God, would kill rabbits and then hang them from a bridge underpass. Um, Then they said that later the rabbits turned into teenagers, like went from murdering animals to murdering Ah. people. And that's why it's known as a stretch. No pun, but that's not a, yeah. Um, so they said, uh, locals were cautioned to never be caught under the underpass, uh, which is now known as bunny man bridge. Uh, Where, where in Virginia, Virginia, it just, uh, where does it say? Because I was like, I was like, oh, this sounds familiar. And I wonder, because like my mom is from Virginia. Oh, uh, it doesn't give a location. Maybe we can give it a Google, hmm. but this is just I'll saying in or around. 
Um, So it says the story likely spawned from a very real presence of a roving madman in the area. In October of 1970, a couple was reported, a couple reported seeing a man dressed in a white suit and wearing bunny ears who began yelling at them that they were on private property. To punctuate his point, he threw a hatchet at their wind at their windscreen, ah! apparently shattering it. The, sorry, my ring just flew off my hand. <laughs> there is a second sighting of Bunny Man two weeks later when a security guard spotted the hatchet wielding man chipping away at a porch railing. Ooh. Police tried unsuccessfully to locate the man. While he didn't disembowel anyone, the thought of an adult wielding both a hatchet and a pair of rabbit ears somehow manages to be just as disturbing. Yeah. True. Pretty offsetting. Um, Charlie No Face Ooh, is the next one. That doesn't sound good. Now, this one is face? in Pennsylvania, but my friend Jen also told me about a story about guy without a face. With no face? Is how she called okay. it. So this is um, Charlie No Face, also called the Green Man, um, mm. out of Pennsylvania. Oh, I've heard about so, the Green Man. Okay, so this is actually a man named Ray Robinson who okay. uh, was a real person, not an urban legend and not a figment of someone's imagination. He was born in 1910. He was okay. disfigured as a result of an electrical accident at the age of Aww, eight. Poor Ray. He mm. touched active wires and the effect maimed him. Ugh. Knowing that his appearance could be disconcerting, Robert Robinson took to taking strolls after dark. Oh, oh bless his heart. He often I walked along the path. Oh, I didn't want to get sad. He often walked along a path near Route 351 in Beaver County, Pennsylvania. While his intentions were honorable, encountering Robinson in the dead of night inevitably led to stories about a boogeyman haunting the town. Aww. He died in 1985. Poor Ray. That's sad. And I replaced him. No, I'm just kidding. No! <laughs> so, this is um, the all-too-real corpse decoration. Mm. Um, and this is about... Um, embalmed ghosts or embalmed ghosts embalmed <laughs> corpses embalmed corpses um <laughs> that ended up becoming like props Ooh. and i believe yeah. that uh, where is the line podcast did a story on um elmer mccurdy because that's the one who became a sideshow okay. attraction throughout texas and they wanted to see the famed criminal on display in funeral parlors and carnivals. And it's hard to document how he ended up there. But he went from like a sideshow, like embalmed corpse to yeah. the set of the $6 million man where he was part of like a, um, um, like in an amusement, in a fun house. So he was like oh. a, like a, a jump scare in an amusement in a oh, like a fun house. Oh no, that's not fun. Why is and that when fun? the six million dollar man, which was a TV show in the seventies, yeah, was filming there, a crew member tried to move him like on the ride, like as the, they were setting up the shot. He tried to like kind of reposition him to be in the shot or you know kind of adjust his position, and um, like the arm broke, oh. and they discovered that like oh boo, that's a real arm. There's like a bone in there, and that it was like a, <gasps> a corpse who had been, like, a sideshow attraction that people paid money to see. Ooh, that's a bad day at work. And he somehow ended up, like, in a fun house as a prop. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's a, I'm leaving after lunch, thank you. That's, <laughs> that's a day. That's a, <laughs> no. No, no, no. Oh, good. Um, okay, let's see. 
Oh, Fairfax County in Virginia is where Bunny Man oh, is supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. I know Fairfax. Okay. Um, okay. So last little tidbit. I'm not going to go through all of these. This was just so that we don't just have American um, mm-hmm. urban legends. These are some um, in Japan. Ooh, they know their horror. They 100% do. I'm going to get to do one because she's terrifying enough for all. Ooh, I'm scared. Oh, God. Okay. okay. I'm going I'm to ready. mispronounce this. Kuchisakiana. Okay. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Also known as the slit-mouthed woman. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So, Kuchisakiana is a rather disturbing legend surrounding a seemingly ordinary woman who's wearing a surgical mask, oh, as many of us now are doing, no, all of us should I don't be doing. Like it. it's scary. As though to protect others from catching her cold, she appears before those walking alone at night, usually children, and asks, Am I beautiful? If okay. you answer no, you are killed with a pair of scissors that she carries. If you answer yes, she takes off the mask to reveal her grotesque grin, a mouth that has been slit from ear to ear. How about now? She'll ask. And then she'll kill you if you say no and cut you an identical smile if you say yes. Ah! I love this part. Rumor has it that a few answers will confuse her long enough for you to escape. You're average or meh, so-so. According to myth, she was a woman who was disfigured by her husband when he found out she was cheating. Uh, after he viciously cut her mouth, he asked, who will think you're beautiful now? This is a popular urban legend in Japan and appears in dozens of movies, manga, and anime. Oh, I looked and it up. It's, it's very scary. Like with many things with women, a trick question. Yeah. She'll trick you. Yeah, she like will. How about that? How does this look? Look at her. <laughs> Should I get bangs? No right answers. How about now? How about now? Ah, <laughs> oh man! Um, so those are the uh, the urban ledges, those you guys. Um, I will also put in a list from Vulture. It's the best urban legend movies Ooh. Uh, for spooky spooks season. If you're feeling uh, the urge to uh, creep you know, yourself out, scare it up, creep out your friends and loved ones with some snacks. Um, I'll put the list in there, and I'm not going to go over all of them because if I see some of the movies, I'll get scared because I'm a chicken baby. <laughs> chicken baby. I um, am also – I will. I want to do it, but then it does – in true horror movie, it haunts me past it. Like I watched The Bly Manor, and mm, I'm like, Ooh. like if it's like mm-hmm. – I, I like, I'm like, how old am I? The lights are all off in our tiny apartment, and I'm like, like scurrying to bed because I'm like, oh, God. Spooks. Oh yeah, I um, I'm still terrified of everything and anything. Yeah. Um, even in absolute daylight. Although, <laughs> although, um, in or when Hereditary came out, yeah. Um, I was really scared, really, really terrified of it, and agreed to watch it with Doctor Boyfriend. Because he really wanted to see it because mm-hmm. he had high hopes. It was supposed to be like the end all be all, like a new ushering in a new level of um, horror movies. And so mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'll watch it if we watch it during the day. It's got to be as early in the day mm-hmm. as, as we possibly can so I can have as many daylight hours to process it before we have to yeah. go to bed. And then we watched it and it wasn't scary. I mean, it's like super disturbing, 
Yeah. But it's not, it wasn't actually scary to me. And then there were parts where I laughed where I knew I wasn't supposed to be laughing. <laughs> um, but there were some scenes where, I'm so sorry, where the girl gets decapitated. Mm. Because it reminded me of when our work friend, our, our work buddy and friend of the pod, Dan, when she once fell up the stairs, mm-hmm. like she tripped on the top step and fell. And when her water bottle hit the ground, it made that amazing doink sound. Mm-hmm. And that's what the doink reminded <laughs> me of. It wasn't the same kind of doink, but the doink triggered that laughter response of watching Donna bail so hard and then having the phone ring and having me me having to pretend like she didn't exist so I could function and answer the phone yeah because if you know me you know that there are two things that will make me laugh someone falling and someone farting yeah (laughs) I can't help it it's like not highbrow humor it's very lowbrow (laughs) and I cannot help it and I don't mean like gross fart jokes but farts themselves like people accidentally farting right now I'm living, laughing, loving for a TikTok account that some of the things he does is play um, funny recordings oh, that people... Oh, you sent this to me. Yes. The, oh, it's dear. The, uh, God, it's so good. It's a, an app that will record you while you sleep to see if you're snoring. Mm-hmm. But people have started using it to see if they talk in their sleep. And then they'll start to share, uh, upload and share funny or weird things. And of course, the majority of the funny ones are people farting. I love it. I live for it. I That kind of fart is what I cannot stop laughing at. And so the farts and the falling. It, somehow that led to me to hereditary. You know what I mean. Yeah. There's also a scene where Tony Collette, spoiler alert if you haven't seen this, Tony Collette is, the sun is in the room and... You don't notice, but Tony Collette the entire oh. time is like behind him up on like in the corner and up, up, up on the wall. Yeah. And all I could think of was, oh, my God, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> and it's supposed to be very, very scary. And yeah. yes, it would be very scary to walk into a room and someone's like a spider crabbed up in the corner. Yeah. In this case, though, I couldn't stop thinking that it was just Tony Collette <laughs> up on a wall. I don't like the fourth wall had been broken for me by then. And uh, so it turned out that Hereditary wasn't that scary. So the moral of the story, folks, is don't be scared by all the movies that you think are going to scare you. Yeah. Except the ones from the 80s, which are scarier to me than all the others. Those are scary. Because those agree. are real. Those, those happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if you have urban legends um, or things you want to share with us, you can always leave it on the Instagram post for the episode. We would love to hear the most popular urban legend in your area. Um, if you want to email it to us, we are thebottombible at gmail.com. Um, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, um, if you want to kind of share this with someone, um, share our, our podcast with them, tell them to listen. They can find us there. You can just share the links. And um, we'll we'll be back with another episode next week. That's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. For the first time ever, I didn't have anything to add. That's – we got Except it. Now. We got it. Babel. Ship it. Okay. Babylon Brook. Babylon. <laughs> Babylon. Tower of Power. Babylon. Good, 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 good. Bye. Bye. Give me candy. To tell me what you want from me. I really need it.